Welcome to the Hoops and Huddle podcast. I am Malika, joined by Brandon, who reviews the business side of sports. That's the rubric. Um, you can find him. Um, where do we, you know? Call out where they can find you. Um, hey, you can catch me at the underscore rubric on IG, on Twitter, uh, on uh, YouTube as well. So, thank cool. you. Happy to be doing this. Let's go. Reach out to him. And then we have Justin Patton, a YouTuber. Um, and um, he's a basketball historian. And you'll find him on YouTube. He's also on all through social media as well. We'll have his, we have his handles in the description. Check that out. Um, and we are here to bring you the top point guards all time. We, um, we started off with the 60s and the 70s. Then we went to the 80s and 90s. Now we're on the 2000s and the 2010s. And we're going to look at top point guards on a tier level. Tier one will have one play, will have the top player from that era. So tier two will have two players from that the next tier for that era. From that, yeah, from that era. Tier three will have three players, and tier four will have four players from that era. So that's the bottom tier. And we're going to start off with tier one. My tier one for the 2000-2010s is Steph Curry. Um, I was wondering if anyone has anyone different than Steph Curry and as your number one. I do. For sure. No, no. I do. Oh, no. Jason okay, Kidd. let's hear you. Let's let's hear you. Let's hear you, Jason Brandon. Kidd. Jason Kidd. Oh. Absolutely. Oh. If you if you measure if you measure uh, two thousand to traditional point guard. Yep. Uh, 2000, 2019, Steph Curry's best years, I believe, are right around 2019, 2018, 2019, 2020. Uh, and so I would definitely say if I was to measure kids' performance over the, that period of time versus Steph's, I would say kid is definitely more productive than uh, Steph was over that period of time. Now, the times when Steph is rolling, I don't think anybody can touch him. So if you ask me 2015 to 2023, hands down, Steph. I got you. And when you look at you. when you look at Jason Kidd, he's more the traditional point. When you look at mm-hmm. the point guard, he's more the traditional point guard. Because I think Steph's name is going to come up again when we talk about the shooting guard with him being the greatest shooter of all time. Yep. So I'm not I'm not against putting, you know, I'm I hear the argument on Jason Kidd number one. Um, what do you what are your thoughts on that, Justin? Um, you know, Jason Kidd um definitely um has an argument for tier one. I'm going based off um, you know, like a on the position that Steph Curry plays because it's position is basketball, but he handles most of the walk most of the time, uh, unless it's Draymond Green. But Steph looking at the accolades, yeah, Jason Kidd was a better in terms of assists and rebounds, but Steph, I mean, just Averaged more points than Jason Kidd, um, three-time NBA champion, two-time MVP. That MVP was unanimous. Uh, even though he doesn't have the same All-Star appearances as Jason Kidd and all that, and defensive and all, but Jason Kidd never did a 50-40-90 club. Uh, he never was the steals leader. I'm surprised Jason Kidd was never a steals leader at that time, but Steph did get the steals leader and. Yeah, I mean, Jason Kidd's resume looks really good and all that. I wish he could have got maybe one more ring with the Nets. 
instead of what he got with Dallas, then maybe he'd definitely be tier one, probably. But I know you're doing traditional point guard. And at this point guard position, you can go traditional or you can go scoring wise. It just depends on what type of point guard you want. I think Steph's I think Steph is tier one for sure. He's and we'll talk about the all time point guards. I got Steph really high, so muted. Muted. I have Steph Curry tier one. Um I do. I get but I hear your argument for for Jason Kidd, um, but I feel like we have to keep the same thing with the votes outweigh um, outweigh here. So two to one that Steph Curry is tier one. Um, but I hear your argument on I hear your argument on Jason Kidd. Yeah, um, good argument. I do. I do. I have good Jason. Argument. I have Jason Kidd as tier two um, with Russell Westbrook. Um, I was curious. Um, we're talking about the entire 2000s and 2010s. Um, he is the triple double king, and um, you know, like I know he doesn't have um, a championship, but. He's come close a few times. Um, he has an MVP. Um, I was going back and forth between Steve Nash and Russell Westbrook. Um, and yeah, but I, I, you know, like if I'm outnumbered here, then that works. Um, let's go to Brandon with his, um, with his tier, tier two. Tier two. Allen Iverson and Steph Curry. Okay, Allen Iverson. Um, I see him as a shooting guard. I don't even have him on my list. Um, Justin Patton, who do you have a tier two? Um, I have Jason Kidd and I have Chris Paul. So we don't have any. Only thing we have is, you know, like Jason Kidd, we have a tier two. But we have Allen Iverson, Russell Westbrook, and Chris Paul, you said? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, this is good. I I think I've already stated with Russell Westbrook. He's a triple double king. He is. Um, he's been in the finals multiple times. He has been an MVP. Um, when you look at Russell Westbrook, the energy he brought to the floor, like I felt like he made his teams better when he was on. You know, like during his prime. Um, I felt like he, you know, to this day, he gives maximum energy and he gives his all when he plays. And, you you know, like when he was in his prime, you saw that impact on the floor. Um, he usually was the number one um, outside of when he played with Houston, um, when that was Harden, the number one, you know, as the lead player. But I felt like even then he, he found ways to be impactful in his role. Um, and I think that for somebody to, to, to pass Oscar Robinson, Oscar Robinson's amazing triple double record, um, even though I feel like all his triple, triple doubles weren't recorded, um, I feel like for him to hit that mark is he's a definite tier two and not, not below that. Um, that's my argument. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you 1000%. Um, I did. I wasn't thinking about him in terms of point guard. Uh, was the only reason I just didn't have him on here. But I hands down believe he's been one of the best for sure. 
for those accolades that you explained. Uh, triple double king, like like stop, <laughs> stop. Yeah. I, I don't care who you are. Like they say, he was getting fed and getting easy in the NBA. Everybody wants to rebound. Everybody wants the ball. When you're able to do it night in and night out, come on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't knock that at all, at all, at all. Justin, what is your argument? And, and I love Chris Paul. I love Chris Paul. He is on my list. He is on my um, list. This was hard. This was hard. I had him tier two at one point. I did. Justin. And I went back and forth. Go ahead, Justin. Let's see what you got to say about Chris Paul. So the Russell Westbrook argument, you know, I definitely understand. But the thing about Russell Westbrook, he's never been the best point guard in the NBA at that time because everybody had been always saying Steph Curry was the best point guard in the NBA. So Chris Paul during that time for however how many years during his before prime, Steph, yeah. yeah, before Steph Curry, you know, took over as the best point guard. He's always been labeled as the best point guard, either him or Darren Williams. And Chris Paul plays the traditional point guard. Chris Paul got more all-defensive teams than Russell Westbrook does, unfortunately. Russell Westbrook got two times the assist leader, but Chris Paul got four times that. Uh, Russell Westbrook never got steals, uh, was a steals leader like Chris Paul was six times. Uh, Chris Paul made 11 playoff appearances compared to Russell Westbrook's nine playoff appearances, even though Russell Westbrook made a finals appearance with that OKC team with Harden and Kevin Durant, you know, which I uh, respect. I respect the triple-doubles, too, as well, that we haven't seen that since Oscar Robinson, and he gives you F for nine in and nine out. Same with Chris Paul. He'll give you nine in and nine out on both sides on the end. And you said that Westbrook made his teams better. You look at Chris Paul and the teams that he made so much better that nobody wasn't really talking about the Hornets, even though Baron Davis was really good. But when Chris Paul was drafted, they made they put they made themselves into a playoff team with David West and Paige Stolakovic and all of them. Then he goes to Los Angeles Clippers and made the Clippers so relevant. Like not even Dallas Miles or Quentin Richardson, they were popular, but he made them relevant with Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. They were a playoff team. They could have went straight to the finals in 2014 if it wasn't for the whole. You know, just because of the talent alone that Doc Will was coaching. Then he goes to Houston, and they were so close to making the NBA Finals, but Chris Paul got hurt, and they couldn't hit a three out of nowhere. And then he goes to an OKC team just for one season and freaking revitalized his career, made an all-star appearance, and went to the playoffs with that OKC team. So Chris Paul... As much as he, um, as much as he didn't win a championship, and I want him to win a championship, was such a great player and can make his teams so much better just because of his leadership and how he handles himself on and off the court. How many, how many finals did um, NBA Finals did uh, Westbrook? Just one, just one. The one with the against okay. the Heat. OKC against the Heat, right? The Miami Heat, yeah. Okay. You may, I mean, you, you may have swayed me, actually. Like, how many conference um, finals did he get to? And, I, I'm, and I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just hesitating. Chris Paul is definitely one of the best, but I've, being close is different to me than getting the job done and I felt like West well both of them didn't win a finals correct neither but, won a finals but how well, many finals did uh Western Conference finals did CP3 get to versus Westbrook 
I think he got he got to a Western Conference Finals with that Clipper team. I remember exactly for sure. So I remember that um, the, the the Warriors and right? the and the Rockets and and the Rockets too. Yeah. And- so two Western Conference Finals. Yeah, one with the Clippers because they beat that San Antonio team, yeah. uh, and then they lost to I think they lost to Golden State or was it? Uh, mm-hmm. Golden State with the Rockets. It was Golden State. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the Rockets, and then. Uh, they went to a Western Conference final. I forgot who was the team that was it San Antonio? I think it was San Antonio. And it came down to like a it came down to like a game four, five, six, or seven, I believe. I don't remember. But he went to two Western Conference finals during that time. Okay. Okay. So where are we, you know, like with Chris Paul is, you know, like I feel like your argument, I, I do like it. Um, I do like it. He was also a eleven time um eleven time all NBA. Um I do like five time assist leader, six time steals leader, rookie of the year, um first team. Mm-hmm. all rookie first team. Um he was an all-star. Now don't look at the all-star. Um, but Westbrook was an MVP. Um, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Because you, you, what you, I see you contemplating over there, um, Brandon. <laughs> he may have got me. His his argument may have gotten me, but I I, I love contend, both. Of them. I contend the best one of the best lineups ever. One of the best. Well, maybe not ever, but in modern time was Harden. Westbrook and KD. I look at them mm-hmm. as the Warriors before the Warriors. That lineup that they had, like they were. And that Westbrook, that Westbrook. Clipper team, that Clipper team could have won a championship that year. I don't disagree with things, the Clipper. Yeah, they 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 with the coulda. They could have won it that year. Like that team was destined to go to the finals and all that stuff just they just could not get the job done unfortunately that's, and that's what i get at and i look at the reason they didn't get it done i put on cp3 more often than not but i understand consistently, consistently the reason the same reason they could have been the best is the same reason that <laughs> they, they get which is could him. you, what do you could say you about westbrook though like what what is the reason he didn't get to the finals I feel like with Russell Westbrook, as much of a great player he is, I feel like he's one of those players, like he'll give you so much of the effort and stuff. I feel like there was, especially in the finals, like Magic Johnson even said like there was times where Russell Westbrook will cost uh, the Thunder a game because he's so aggressive and he'll he'll take more of the shots than a KD. Um, and Hardy was on the bench at the time. So sometimes his downfall would be taking too many shots and all that. And then sometimes I felt like at that time when he was do, averaging the triple doubles, which is incredible, I feel like sometimes it was a, like stat patent. He was stat patent the rebounds, stat patent the assists. He'll go get his bucket. He'll go get his points and stuff. And I feel like sometimes he do cost the game because he's not a great shooter. He was not a great shooter. And the, 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 he, he get, I don't know, it's just like, that 2017, like, I, I just, I don't know. It's just, they got beat by a Utah Jazz team they should have beat with uh, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. And Russell Westbrook could not get mm-hmm. that done, unfortunately. Yep. And then they got beat by a Portland Trailblazers team. Well, thanks they both to, have, yeah. yeah, they both thanks, have. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. They both have flaws, you know, of just not getting it done, unfortunately. Okay. And yeah. So, but what like you, I said, you, I mean, Brandon, what do you think about the fact that um, Chris Paul has 11? Um, that, that, that was 11 all NBA. That, and then he yeah. is, you know, in terms of making defensive teams, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, no, he's made nine defensive teams. Left, 11. He's made nine yeah. defensive teams in 11 all NBAs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I think a, that might put, I think that's when you need to put Chris Paul at number two. Who else um, is it two? Who, who's the other one? Jason Kidd. Okay. Yeah. So for tier two, we have Jason Kidd and Chris Paul. Yep. That yep. was a good discussion. I had a feeling it was going to be a discussion <laughs> on Jason Kidd um, for number one, possibly, because yep. he. I feel like in that era, he yep. was the number one traditional point guard. But with Steph, he's the he's. This era is from the 2000, late 2010 to now. He's that combo guard. And um, he could do both. I think he's one of those players that's going to come up on both both tiers. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> we have to adapt. <laughs> um, tier three. My tier three, of course, is out the water already because of Chris Paul, because I had him in tier three. So I'm just going to put Russell Westbrook here. Um, But we'll see how this goes. I have Steve Nash, Russell Westbrook, and Kyrie Irving. I have the same as well. I was debating debating Kyrie in tier three because of another person, but I decided. Actually, Justin, give me your, for me, Steve Nash. Steve Nash has two MVPs, even though Shaq. Um, is not a believer of the MVP. <laughs> he thinks those were him and Kobe's MVPs, um, <laughs> but he does have them. I, you know, there's no question his impact on the game. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that Steve Nash was one of those one of those guards, one of those point guards that, um, you know, was the bridge. You know what I mean? Like, you know, those players that that come in and. They're 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 the same position, but they are, you know, like they can, you know, like the way they play can kind of, you know, like to me he he was kind of like a good, you know, he was a great passer, but you know when required, you know what I mean, he can also give get you some points too. Like he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a point guard that couldn't score. Um, like with Jason with uh, Steve Nash, he has. Um, seven um, all NBAs. He's four time 50, 40, 90, um, which is impressive. Um, yep. He is um, the, a five time NBA assist leader. This is why I was going, and he has other things two time survival player, like I said. Um, you know, like he has other things on here, like the net 75th anniversary team, just like the other, just like our top three. But I just, you know, he was one of those, you know, as a player, like as a coach. (laughs) As a player, player, he's one of the greatest point guards, period. Um, So it feels weird having him on tier three, but the players above him, I think, belong there. 
So, um, yeah, that's my argument for Steve Nash. Kyrie, he gets a lot of criticism for Hezzy Hezzy Tween. Um, and um, I get it, but you can't deny his impact on the floor. He's one of those, you know, you can say he's kind of like a combo guard, but if he needs to pay point, he can play the heck out of the point. You know, he's a champion. Um, he's also a member of the 50, 40, 90 club. Um, he doesn't have any MVPs, you know, like he, with him, it's, you know, like I can, it's like, I hear the funny thing is I hear, um, Sean with a W, um, he's a Knicks fan and, um, we all know him. We know him. <laughs> I hear him with Hezzy Hezzy tween. I can't believe you have, him. but yeah, I, you know what I mean? I would hear arguments on, you know, he made an NBA second team once, NBA third team twice. Um, he was rookie of the year. I hear the arguments, but I do have Kyrie Irving as my tier three. Um, no argument on uh, Steve Nash at all. You just said basically mm -hmm. everything with Steve Nash. I feel like a lot of people don't really give Steve Nash credit because the NBA benefited Steve Nash once the rule changed after the malice at the palace. So they yeah. started uh, incorporating different rules and Steve Nash really benefits off of it, but he balled out because mm -hmm. he was a great passer, great shooter. You said four yeah. time 50, 49 club. Them two MVPs are back to back. And yeah, Shaq salty that he didn't get one, but Oh, well, it's over in the past and all that. Oh, well, so like it happens. It like, happened, yeah. Um, yeah. That Phoenix team was really good. Like, that Phoenix team was really good. They could have went to an NBA Finals in 2010 had it not been the Los Angeles Lakers standing in their way with Kobe tapping every gentry in the butt after hitting the shot. I mean, they were really close to making mm -hmm. it to the mm -hmm. NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. They were a really mm -hmm. good team. So, uh, Kyrie... You, no, no doubt about it. I got him in my two or three. He was unbelievable, especially in that 2016 finals where he was yeah, just yeah. cooking. A lot of the uh, 2016 finals, um, thinking about that finals and just how he was so crucial to them winning a championship yeah. is why I have him here. But that that's a championship. I mean, I, when, I, when I put him here and I was looking at the accolades of some of these folks, I was like, um, you know, like so, I have him here, but let me hear it. Brandon. Let's like I see you. You ready? <laughs> in, in a caveat, I did not even have Russell Westbrook in my list because I wasn't looking at him as just point guard. But if we put him in a point guard, I think this disrupts a little bit where he falls on my list. I'm open to that debate. But in this one, Kyrie, Steve Nash, Tony Parker. That's the other person Tony I was thinking Parker. about. That's the I other had person him on my list. I got him in my tier four he was debatable between him and Kyrie in my tier three just their because consistency, I, but their consistency his consistency of results trumps cp3 but can i ask you a question from can i ask you a question cp3 his 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 accomplishments and team how far they got Everybody oh you watched. mean his teams okay yes, correct, correct. Correct. Yeah, i got a question i got a I Not got a personal accomplishments, but him as point guard leading the Spurs to consistent deep in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I Go got ahead. a question. I got a question, though, because I'm debating on Tony Parker going to deal three over Kyrie. Is it just because oh, I over Kyrie? No, yeah. no, no, no. no. I, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, does he benefit no. a lot? No, no. no. 
No, I was saying, does he benefit a lot from being on a really good Spurs team with Tim Duncan and Ginobili? So absolutely, absolutely. He does. Um, so let's look at our tier three. Our tier three, we have. Um, we all believe Steve Nash belongs in Steve tier Nash. three. Yes. Um, Kyrie Irving belongs yes. in tier three. Yes. Yep. So, so we're debating a third person. We're debating a third. We're de- debating Russell Westbrook. It's Westbrook. Right? It would have to be Westbrook. It, I, who do you have over Westbrook? Like Westbrook is a point. I guard. had Tony Parker in this list because I didn't have Westbrook, but yeah. <laughs> if you me the argument, if you give me the argument that you gave me for CP3 versus Westbrook, I'm definitely saying for that similar argument. Let me hear your argument for, let me hear your argument for Tony Parker because Russell Westbrook, his I I just think out yeah, I think in my head, I don't see Russell Westbrook in tier four. But let me hear your let me hear your argument for Tony Parker. Tony Parker led that Spurs team consistently year over year. Uh deep into the playoffs. He uh his assist- Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, he was contributing more to his team having success more than I think Russell Westbrook contributed to his getting where they got to. Russell Westbrook didn't have Tony Parker and David Robinson. Tim Duncan and yep. David Robinson. He right. didn't have some players at his disposal. He had now, Harden and KD were falling, but nobody was stopping Tim Duncan and, <laughs> and right and David right. Robinson. Nobody was. Nobody. Right. Yeah, Harden could have an off night. KD would have an off night. That wasn't happening deep in the playoffs. With right, that's um, my point. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah what what, what you say, Justin? With Russell Westbrook, Tony Parker. Who else did you have in your in your tier three spot? Other than uh, I have Kyrie, Steve Nash, and Russell Westbrook. I feel like Russell Westbrook, his stats just pop out. His stats just That's pop right. out. No doubt. You know, no doubt. like his nobody, stats just nobody, nobody touches his stats. I'm with you. And on that. and he does a lot more than Tony Parker did. Even though Tony Parker got a Finals MVP on a really good Spurs team with Duncan and all that, I I can't really imagine a Tony Parker without a Tim Duncan on that Spurs team if he still would have that same success without a Tim Duncan. Um, because, like I said, Tony Parker was great, though. And I am debating back and forth of having him on my tier three because 17 playoff appearances, you can't really deny that. Four-time NBA champion, finals MVP, six-time All-Star, four-NBA, all-rookie first team, five finals appearances. Like, it's so freaking impressive. But when you look at Westbrook's stats, even though he doesn't have the playoff success Tony Parker has, it's just our papanomas that you just haven't really seen before, like a, a Oscar Robertson, like an Oscar Robertson, like just almost average a triple double. Like he averaged a triple double four times in the regular season, average a triple double one time in the playoffs. Uh, you know, scoring champion, assist leader. Uh, both are not really good defensive players. Uh, I rather probably would have. Russell Westbrook as the better defensive player a little bit though but I mean all NBA eight times like I mean you can't really deny the heart and the tenacity that Russell Westbrook brings to the floor 
every single night. Yeah, the playoff success is not there, unfortunately. But, I mean, you just can't deny them eye-popping stats. Like, he gets so much better in the playoffs, uh, averaging 25.4 points per game compared to 25.1 points per game in the regular season. Uh, I mean, he ups his, like, game in the playoffs, even though he'd be the cause of not winning playoff games. But you just can't really deny his stats. I don't disagree with that. Uh, there's a difference between uh, what I say, Tony Parker, even, even, no, he's not. We're talking about this guy in this era, John Stockton. Those guys played with dominant big men. Mm-hmm. There were no dominant big men at the time when uh, uh, Russell Westbrook was playing. Like that was a shift from the yeah. big on the game to guards and wings, stretch forwards, etc. So the ability to rack up the stats from that pick and roll, those assists with Carl Malone, with uh, Mr. Fundamental, with uh, David Robinson, those guards just ate like that. So the stats were different. Gotcha. Westbrook, like he's got to play every position. He played every position. Yeah, I feel like like basically I got to get the boards. I got to do the assists. I got to score the points. He had to do more. He has to do more. He had to do more. He had to do more. That's why I think Westbrook sure is a shoe in for tier three. Okay. Um, I feel like Nash, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie. I'm with um, it. And then for tier four, now let's move on to tier four. This (laughs) one, I am completely, (laughs) I am completely flexible. Okay. I mean, our thing is flexible. If you're outvoted, you're outvoted, darn it. But um, when I looked at this era, I have the following four. Okay. I have Kirk Rose, um, Gilbert Arenas, um, Tony Parker, and Rick John Rondo. Those are my four. And I'll just note my honorable mentions Baron Davis. John Wall and Chauncey Billups. Those are my honorable missions. So um, when I look at these four, Derek Rose before he was injured, um, you can't deny who Derek Rose. Not at all. 2010? Not at all. Not at all. You can't. You can't. Only reason he wasn't higher because of the injuries. But I had to put Derek Rose on my list. Like, he took people think he stole that MVP from Braun. I disagree. I think he earned he that MVP it. that year. Um, MVP is not the best player. It's the most valuable player. And I think it was Derrick Rose in that year. Um, I don't have to go on anymore. Derrick Rose was that dude before injuries. He's one of the biggest what ifs um, for the NBA, for players that played in the NBA. I struggle with him. Is because that's why I struggled. He didn't have the longevity. He just didn't have, like, as we say in music, like he just didn't have a catalog. Same with John Wall, though. That was going back and forth on John Wall, but it's the same with him. But Derrick Rose at least has an MVP, Um, so that's why I put him in his tier. Gilbert Arenas, Agent Zero. I mean, to me, he was a scoring. um, He was a scoring point. Um, but I felt like on the teams that he was on the Wizards, he had to be. Um, like, he had to be a scoring um, point guard because of who he was playing with. He doesn't have a long acc- accolades. Okay. There's, you know, he has the All-NBA second team. He has the two-time All-NBA third team. He was the most improved player. Um, 
I get that he doesn't have a long, long accolades. Um, but when I think of Agent Zero's time in Washington, I I just felt like, you know what, tier four, uh, you know, I'll throw him on my list. I remember watching him. I remember watching him live and just, you know, the, the fever he, you know, like, I felt like when he was in the game, when he was on the floor, he gave it his all. Like, he didn't hold back. And yes, he was a scoring, he was eighth and zero, but I have him. Tony Parker, we already talked about why Tony Parker's on this list. And Ray John Rondo, I I felt like, I feel like he's so underrated. I feel like with Ray John Rondo, I feel like he doesn't get the respect he deserves. For Ray John Rondo, I think this was a skills respect um, vote um, because I think that his skills as a point guard are underrated. Um, but he has more accolades than Asian Zero. He's a two-time NBA champion. He was All-NBA third team. He was a two-time All-Defensive first team, two-time All-Defensive second team, three-time assist leader, NBA steals leader once, NBA All-Rookie second team. Um, he has the accolades also. Um, so Ray John Rondo, I... I have so much respect for him as a point guard, you know, like and what he was able to accomplish in his career and he's still going. So those are my four. Let, let me hear you, you guys and let's tier four is always the one we duke out on who who belongs. Does anybody have any of the players I said? Like we already have Tony we all have Tony Parker here, I know, but do we do we is there anybody on my list besides Tony Parker you guys had? Or are we gonna be arguing about the other three? I have one of I have one of my till four. I okay. changed it in the last second. I changed it oh, in the last wow. second. Who do you um, have? Let's hear your your tier four. Let's hear your tier four. So obviously Tony Parker. Yeah. In replace of Wando, I said Chauncey Billups. Because I can't deny the man's accolades that he got. And his best years as a point guard made five NBA All-Stars, three-time All-NBA, two-time All-Defensive, an NBA champion, a Finals MVP, too, as well, on that Detroit Pistons. Yeah, that's, that's the one that was getting me to the Finals that, MVP. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that went back and him. But go ahead. 12, yeah. 12 playoff appearances, one Finals appearance, obviously winning an 0-4 against a heavily favored Lakers team. Um, I had Gary Payton, but I might change it to Rondo. Just because, like, Gary Payton, I'm just looking at, yeah, he's more 90s. We but, have like, him in the other, we have him in the other tiers, so we do recognize him. Yeah, so, yeah, I was just looking at him in 2000, in the 2000s. He was still in his prime until he oh, got old mm -hmm. and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. a one-time champion, four-time All-Star, all mm -hmm. three-time All-NBA, three-time All-Defensive, All-First Team. But I might go ahead, since we got him in the 90s and stuff, I might just go ahead and just put Ray John Rondo just to get him recognition on my tier four. And then my last person I got, it's going to be a debate, but I can't deny what he's, he's what he has done. Damian Lillard. Um, yeah, Damian Lillard, uh, four-time All-NBA, Rookie of the Year, All-Rookie First Team, six playoff appearances. Uh, all-star appearances four times all with Portland um, just looking at his stats 24.4 uh, points per game 6.5 assists per game 4.1 rebounds per game he did made uh, 
one or two Western Conference Finals, I believe, or maybe once. Um, I feel like Gilbert Williams was a great player, but his longevity was no. Uh, I, I would, yeah, I would move his, in the honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. he, yeah, yeah, he has longevity, and I feel like 2009 changed everything for Gilbert and the injuries too, as well. Yeah. I yeah. love. I love Derrick Rose. It's like him and that Penny argument. Yes, Derrick Rose has an MVP and all that, but I feel like at that time, there were so many different point guards you can name that have like better, you know, better careers than Derrick Rose, unfortunately, with the injuries and stuff, compared to a Penny Hardaway in the 90s that you could probably name like a couple players that was a lot better, but like Penny in his peak years was just unbelievable. I just feel like Derrick Rose was just in that time period where you had like so many uh, good point guards coming up like a Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, John Wall, you know, just to name a few. There was so many different point guards and I feel like he just gets lost in the shuffle just because of injuries. So I got him on my honorable mention, my first honorable mention. Okay. So what is your four? Chauncey Billups, Tony Chauncey, Parker. Tony Parker. I'll change Gary Payton to Way John Wando and Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. I, I have him as a shooter. And I forgot about the point guard part. Um, I'm not against Steph. What are you what are you for? Um, um, Brandon. I'm always curious about I'm curious about your four because you're gonna come you're gonna come with some names that we're gonna be like, uh oh. Go ahead, let's go. Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Damian Lillard, Steve Francis, Jason. Oh, Steve Francis? Oh, oh I knew you were going to have one. Steve Francis, Jason Williams. Jason Williams and those runs in the Western Conference, the reason they didn't make it was just because it was these two guys in the league called Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. That's why Chris Webber and Jason Williams couldn't get the job done with um, – um and then uh what was his name um the big baby oh yep. uh no no oh uh, vladi divak vladi divak yep yep, yep. so Ooh. who's your four again Chauncey billups damian lillard steve francis jason williams okay this is what we have right now mm-hmm. we have chauncey billups we all agree on chauncey billups we all agree on tony parker because we he was supposed to be, we were arguing him about him in three, so he dropped a four. We have um, Ray John Rondo, and um, you don't have Ray John Rondo on your list, but me and me and Justin have him on ours. Can I ask why you don't have Ray John Rondo on your list, considering his accolades, what he's done, and he's a champion? I just didn't think it was above just the other guys that I had on there. It was just purely just. I went down CP3, Tony Parker, Steve Nash. Um, What's your argument for Steve French for Steve Franchise and Jason Williams? You can do, you know, what's your argument for them too? Um, how Jason Williams led the um, Sacramento Kings um, yeah. at early 2000s runs that they had. Back to back, they were consistent. Um, assists, I mean, he, there weren't a lot of guys that could touch him at that time. Uh, I'm open to Steve Francis. He only has NBA champion and all rookie first team, Jason Williams, as his as as, as person as accolades at all. Yeah. I, I'm speaking more from uh, uh, the impact to his, impact to his team. 
Like that's that's what I was looking at. Very similar to Tony Parker. Um, I didn't think the individual stats outshine even less, you know a lot of those other guys we named, but that was my thinking. Um, what about Steve Francis? I'm a little bit more squishy on him. Uh, <laughs> I definitely am. Uh, not as defensible, uh, but I thought he was a game changer for the Rockets uh, to hold them down, but they didn't get very far that much um, as consistently. Uh, but I thought he was underrated guard. Mm-hmm. Very underrated. I mean, we we'll, we can put them on our um, honorable mention for honorable mention for sure. Yeah. Um, Jason Williams was he was man white chocolate with something else with that ball. Like he was good. He was good. There is no I re, aesthetically. I remember him like the first name that I remember when I since I love basketball. The closest thing I can remember to like Pistol Pete Maravich. Yeah. Yep. Like that he was the next Pistol Pete. Yeah. Uh, I, the reason I don't have Jason, even though that was a good name that you mentioned, um, it's just the accolades just doesn't match up with some of those players yeah. as well. Yeah. And then plus the Kings was such a much, they were a great team, but I feel like they were a much better team once they got Mike Bibby because Chris Webber said at the time that Jason Williams was just a little bit immature, you know, mm-hmm. when he ran that Sacramento Kings franchise and all that. Had he been mature, it could have been different. But once they got Mike Bibby, they felt like they were a much better team and they went to a Western Conference Finals that they could have easily won the championship that year due to the referees and all that that happened. So I just felt like they were a much better team with Mike Bibby, but Jason Williams was great with the Showtime and all that, was great over there with the Grizzlies. And then I think he just kind of flamed out, unfortunately. And then he kind of popped back up when he became a starter for the Miami Heat with Dwayne Wade and Shaq and all them. Yep, 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 yep. I, uh, I had Bibby as my honorable mention too. Mike Bibby, let me add him to the list. So this is what we have tonight. Um, our tier one is Steph Curry. Um, our tier two is Jason Kidd and Chris Paul. Our tier three is Steve Nash, Russell Westbrook, and Kyrie Irving. Our tier four is Chauncey Billups, Damian Lillard, Tony Parker, Ray John Rondo, with honorable mentions of Baron Davis, John Wall, Derek Rose, Jason Williams, Steve Francis, and Mike Bibby. Um, so we have counted down the 1960s and 70s, 1980s and 90s, 2000 and 2010s. Our next, um, we will close out the point guards. The next episode is our top 10 all time. Uh, we'll be joined by um, Chris Barnett, Hoop Spaces on all social media platforms. 